Hello everyone, and welcome to our second episode of True Talk with True Bros. I am your host for today, Philip Cole, and I am joined by James, Eric, John, and Joe. We would like to thank you for giving us another listen. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing pretty good, Philip. That's great. Pretty good. Pretty good. Staying here inside doors, you know, Rona. It's good yeah. to see all your beautiful faces again. <laughs> yeah, through through the internet, safely. Yeah, it's just... So, um, speaking about Rona, like Joe was mentioning, uh, our episode today will be dedicated to exploring and telling everyone how we are living our lives with this quarantine and COVID-19 situation. I'm sorry, John, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, you know, just been working from home, like most of us. Um, it's been, I mean, we've been pretty lucky that we are able to work from home, so that's good. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that I always tell my family, that I'm very glad that I had the the means and I was able to, you know, get the opportunity to work from home and limit that sort of exposure um, because we spend a lot of time at work with different people. So it's probably the, the most dangerous place, I guess you can say, when it comes to being in a situation like this. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Any thoughts? Um, yeah, since you're oh like yeah. in the very mm. literally, yeah, you're, you're like, like right, right there, there. The epicenter, like big. The, yeah, you're in the butthole of the Rona. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. You so know? China? <laughs> uh, pretty close to China, essentially. Um, no, yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have a job that allows me to work from home, as you all. Have God said. bless, big brother. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since they're always listening in, thank you. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Bill is my guy. He's my NSA guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you found out? Can you find out mine? Oh, yeah. Yours yours is Ted. Ted don't like you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mine's Frank. Oh, yeah, Frank. Oh, yeah, Frank. We all know Frank. <laughs> Frank, Frank, is a, Frank is a bro. Yeah, Frank, Frank likes uh, messing with us. You learn to love us. So I just wanted to get, uh, you know, everyone's overall thoughts about this situation we're going through, about the actual disease, I guess you can say virus, that's going around the United States. And pretty much it's touched every corner. I still remember when we were looking at the, the statistics and we were at like one person infected or and then it jumped to like 11 people. Yeah. And we were like, oh, it's okay. It's in California. We're in <laughs> Texas. It's fine. Can stay over there. And then like, it seems just overnight, it just exploded everywhere. Yeah. It started popping up in little places here and there. I remember going to work, driving to work in, in February or maybe even late January. And I heard, you know, on, on a podcast um, about, you know, this, this uh, virus, you know, coming up on the other side of the world and you know you always just think to yourself man that's crazy you know and then you kind of just forget about it and then uh when i first heard about the first case in in california i was like oh man it's made its way over here but then that's it that's all i ever thought about it and then like kind of like how you just mentioned philip you know it just pops up every everywhere and now it's now it's like this it's kind of crazy no one really expects things like this to happen and it happened and it's pretty much changed the way we lived um, now so it's crazy it is crazy like you mentioned it, it's always easy to well i guess you can say dismiss 
the news yeah. or things like that when it's happening on the other side of the world. But once it starts creeping closer, it starts getting like, you know, you're, you're confident that, you know, the authorities can handle it, things like that. And then <laughs> and then it kind of blows out of proportion. And that little voice in the back of your head just kind of starts screaming at you. Maybe you should start panicking. Right. And then yeah. buy all the toilet don't paper. panic. <laughs> oh, is. yeah. That toilet paper. That was that was something oh else. I, I, I still don't understand why people went crazy about t- buying toilet paper, because I mean, I usually yeah. just shop at Sam's. Uh, like no matter what so i had like plenty yeah. of toilet paper i um, heard a theory that it was because like the manufacturers are chinese and they're like shutting down their supply oh. see i heard that too hmm. that to me that's the most yeah, reasonable but sense. i don't know what the hell american people are like oh shit we gotta go buy some tea yeah I, I heard well <laughs> when i talked to it about about that with some of my coworkers, they were just uh thinking like you know it's it's like a com- commodity so like we don't want to run out of that so i guess families that have you know a lot of ki- they have kids kind of like use up more toilet paper but mm-hmm. i mean do even they shit their pens all the time or what huh? do they shit their pens all the time <laughs> or what right yeah i don't know but i, th- I did think that yeah, was these people never wipe in their life did they just start <laughs> <laughs> no no somehow the coronavirus is out and about so that means people are co- people are going to shit a lot more <laughs> oh yeah do, so. right right <laughs> Then maybe they should have bought diapers instead of toilet paper, but oh Just well. be like Joe here. He has a bidet. Yeah, man. Don't pass oh. out on the bidet, man. <laughs> yeah. Life changer. It, it, didn't it sell yeah. out within like one Yeah, day? it did. It did. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, see, that. I was prepared. Yeah, when it started, I immediately was like, you know what? I'm going to buy bidet. Like, I know he... Like, I use it at his place. Um, and I, I started looking for some, but they were all sold out. Like... Yeah, I mean, so me too. Literally, I, I like, said oh, the wow. same thing. I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Y'all hated so me at first. Just make one with it's the hard host, to dude. adjust to. So, um, a thought for you guys: when y'all started seeing that people were, you know, starting to panic buy everything, because it wasn't just limited to toilet paper. You know, you saw canned goods disappear off the shelves, boxed food, things like that. Um, that is that when you all started thinking, like, you know, maybe the virus isn't the thing to be scared of, but the people. And the way they're reacting is the, the way to be the thing to be scared of, because that's what went through my mind. And I'm not ashamed to say when I started seeing kind of where this was headed, I went to my supermarket and I started stocking up a bit just in case, you know, there was no food or like there was a break in the supply chain, which actually did happen, but not as bad as we all thought it was going to. Yeah, w- when I when I first went back to like uh, shop like for food and whatnot the uh, i was a little panicked that i saw so much gone so fast that i was like if people panic it's just gonna cause more panic and then that is what's gonna cause like the problems and not like the virus itself and and i I remember one day uh i went to academy because i I needed to buy uh, some protein and you're not like there was so many cars there and i was like why is there so many cars like no one's no one's in the store but guess where they were they're were all buying guns there was like a 30 people line there America. to buy guns and i was like why do you need guns like what do you think they're gonna go is like steal your toilet paper and you're gonna shoot them for toilet paper <laughs> maybe i mean 
I was one of those sturdy people. Not in that line, but I did actually go out and buy a gun. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> so when y'all start oh, making God. fun of those people, it kind of hits a little bit close to home. But, <laughs> hey, I, I'm proud to say I shot it for the first time uh, last week. To be an American. And trying to get trying to get toilet paper yeah you know <laughs> it was at it was at someone else's house no nah, i'm just kidding I'm, t- I'm totally kidding they opened the they finally opened the firing range uh here uh you had to do it by appointment and since i had broken in the gun i had to make sure you know it worked and all that so yeah, i'm just gonna say you know when the popeye's chicken sandwich came out people got shot over that so you never know <laughs> Dang, did they really yeah they did yeah they did. oh my god yeah. I did not hear wasn't that. it over there where you are yeah, I'm not in that part of town. Okay. Yeah, I was down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Is that why your local Popeyes is, like, shut down? No, no, my Popeyes is in a mall, and malls are shut down. Oh, okay. So everything in a food court. So I don't have Taco Bell either, which is fine, because I don't, I don't buy Taco Bell. So how, how, how has it been for you, Eric, since you're, like, more, like, you're a lot closer to New York? Uh, well, the, there have been more restrictions and I feel like they happen much faster. And since we're like near the epicenter that is Manhattan, um, we got a lot more cases. And so my roommates are the ones that just like every day started reading the news like, oh, today in New Jersey, there are 800 dead. And then the next day, oh, today there's a thousand dead. And so that was really that did not help with their panic and you know me i just like go with the flow so i'm like oh yeah brushed it off that sucks i guess (laughs) but you maybe you should stop reading the news (laughs) yeah a lot of people got anxiety about it yeah they did yeah i mean when i would yeah i would go uh in the morning to the gym and i'll put on like spotify and the npr and start listening that's when i would tell y'all like hey did you hear this you hear that yeah started getting a little bit more intense i'm like fuck and then when they closed down the gym that's when i that's when i lost it hit home for you (laughs) everything started going down so (laughs) so i guess that can kind of go to what i want to talk to about next how our lifestyles have changed you know we all had a routine going you know work gym back home school things like that um how have things changed for you all i know for me i was barely getting in stride with the gym same. And then boom, it it shut down and well, everything went to hell. <laughs> <Whoa. It's> a <laughs> sign. <laughs> it's a sign. Maybe I shouldn't have gone to the gym. Maybe I should have started. You know, getting maybe this is a sign from a higher power that I should you know stay fat. How'd it go for <laughs> oh you, James? Gosh. Since you were uh, getting your double major, how'd it go for you? Yeah, uh, it was not the the semester I would expect it to have been. Um, so I was going to graduate. Well, I did graduate from college uh, just last week. Um, and, you know, just one, one hell of a way to graduate, right, you know, <laughs> in 2020 and do like this virtual graduation. I mean, my university didn't even like... They, they had like a live stream going on, but all they did was, you know, you know all the important people kind of just talk and you don't really listen. And um, then the actual commencement ceremony was probably 30 seconds. And it was just a slideshow of like 100 names on one PowerPoint slide and then on to the next slide and on to the next slide. And, oh, there I was for two seconds. And then that's it. <laughs> so that was my that was my graduation. But, you know, I, I didn't really care. You know, if anything, I would have wanted to walk the stage for my parents, yeah. you know, 
mm-hmm. so they can see me. And uh, I know it was a big deal for them more so than it is for me. You know, I'm happy that I'm done with school, but uh, I just want to, you know, get out there already and, and start being a teacher. Um, but it's kind of surreal, you know, the cancellation of school after spring break, um, the unknowing of what's going to happen next, and then everything transitioned to online learning. And uh, I completed all my courses through through online, and I graduated and did a phone call interview for a job instead of like an in-person interview. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, you know, you'd, no one would ever expect anything, anything like this, but uh, it's quite remarkable how much we've adapted in such a short amount of time. And I know all of you are in the workforce already and have graduated school. And uh, I know, John, you're getting your, your master's degree right now, right? No, dude, I already finished it. Oh, you already finished <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, finished sorry. it last year. Uh, wow. It's because he's oh, a, it's cause wow. I'm not a, no. I'm not a true brother. It's been a while. So. He's working on certifications. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on my tests. Yeah, oh, yeah. your tests. Someone, someone kick him out. Someone kick him out. Philip is the one <laughs> that went to, to grad school. Bye, James. Now. You're out of the chat too, James. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that was that was it for me. I mean, the the biggest thing was just not, I guess, graduating like a normal person would have. But at the same time, it was all right. It was not a big deal. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just something else. Yeah, I I agree. What the whole thing with me was just that shift to working from home after you know being expected to be in an office um, every day. Uh, you know, just waking up and rolling over, and boom, I'm at my, I'm at my desk, and that's it. I'm at my work. It, it's kind of, it was kind of jarring at first, and I didn't know what was expected of me if I had to like wear office clothes in my own room. <laughs> and I, I remember the first day I did, and then uh, I told Joe just passing. You know, I was like, "Hey, I'm wearing, I'm wearing khakis," and he's like, "Why are you wearing khakis? Like, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and a tank top. You're at home, dude." Yeah, no. So yeah, for one of my interviews, one of my interviews that was like through like a video platform like Zoom or something, um, I was just like in a button down, a tie, and a coat, and um, I was just wearing like basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent you all a picture and then you were all like, no, you should wear pants because what if they ask you like, oh, could I see your whole uh, ensemble? I think that was yeah. the word John used. <laughs> hey, something. man, you never know. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, was like, oh, shit, well, you're right. Let me go put on some pants. <laughs> if, and I if, I was, if I was interviewing I would, and we were doing this whole pandemic stuff, I would troll the, that person and be like, hey. Yeah, yeah I, I know you would. Too. Yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, yeah. yeah but other been, than that, yeah. I... I I teach online. I teach online school, and uh, uh, I don't. I don't wear. I just wear basketball shorts, and then they just wear like a nice polo or button down or yeah. whatever. But no, no, no kids in a ask like, oh, what kind of pants are you wearing? You know? Yeah, for me, like I wake up and I literally just put on my glasses and roll over, turn on the computer, like sign in, <laughs> go brush my teeth, and then I like, I like start to work. But I don't. I don't change work, that. I yeah. just. I haven't worn jeans since since we started working from home like legit not yeah. even to jeans. be honest with you i wear jeans every now and then just to change things up no. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I mean i i, I, shoes today. I haven't just shorts 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 well i mean we've been like talking about all the bad stuff but i mean good stuff came out of this rona thing i mean we're saving on laundry stuff oh, yeah. we're not going out wasting money Bars. god knows what yeah yeah i haven't spent much for gas oh, yeah. either oh yeah no yeah. since this car. whole thing started i have not <laughs> filled up my car what i filled it up once and i've it's only gone down like a quarter wow yeah that 
I, I don't I don't use my car like this I don't I mean where am I gonna go where am I gonna go <laughs> drive around the block just you know to get some fresh air maybe I yeah know. I mean I mean I go get food here it, and there but yeah the only time I use my car is either pick up food or pick up uh, H-E-B curbside yeah yeah I, I still go to the groceries because I'm dumb and I don't want to use the curbside that's probably yeah, the dumbest thing I do right now but I don't I don't care <laughs> My curbside sounds okay, saturated. Do, uh, yeah, I don't do the curbside either. I get it delivered. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I get it okay, delivered. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. We don't Gucci we don't have a disposable income as big as yours. Uh, hey, it's, hey. Like, it's like four ninety nine. Six extra. figures or what? Yeah, dude. Real, real quick. Real quick. Graduated and he was already making over a hundred k. I'm like, oh boy, I earned I 30k. If, Yay! Didn't didn't Joe like get on eBay a couple of weeks ago and like put a bid on a Camaro or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because you told me to. Yeah, isn't it? You still did it. Right <laughs> what if you won? Yeah, he did. I mean, just like, oh, I you had know, it 2k. Nah. That's why I'm like, you know what? I had it. They just bug it in 1k. Yeah. What did it sell that? <laughs> this team was Trump check. books. Yeah. <laughs> 12? Yeah, what did it sell for at the 10 end? 10 or 12. Joe? I think it was 10 or 12. That's not bad. Well, it's still, still not bad no, yeah, for that car. No, because those are, they go, they go above 40. Yeah. Minimum. And when they're mint condition, like, you know, top of the line, they go for 80 to like 120,000. What should have pitched mint in condition? for it? Still in the package? <laughs> no, I would consider mint condition like less than or around 1,000 miles. And like, it looks like brand new. Hmm. And it's like How all original. How is the car that old gonna have less 1, than a thousand miles, miles. yeah it's, i it's mean gonna have have engine. Engine. some people some people like know like oh this is gonna be a special car i don't know to be honest with you i just i don't know I how a car ends up with only that much mileage yeah. but it, for sure maybe someone who just collects cars maybe i don't, I don't know. know if i had a car yeah. like that like even like back in the day or like if i knew there was gonna be like a fancy car that was gonna be like worth a lot later i would still want to drive that around that's the whole point of it my I mean, dad, he had a Chevelle, and my 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 aunt had a '65 Mustang, and they all sold it because they didn't they didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, what what would you do if like in the future, I don't know something like the, I don't know the the Beetle or or the, the Cyber I don't truck? know what's a ridiculous Tesla? car the Cyber Truck. <laughs> I mean, that, okay, I, I guess that smart can go for like big a smart car, a smart car had the status that a 1968 fastback mustang has now that people were going crazy for them and like they'd resell them at crazy value like that's kind of the mentality because i know my my dad and my mom both had mustangs my uncle had a nova so when they tell me i'm just like and you sold it and i think my mom she didn't even drive hers she didn't know how to drive so it literally just brought it in the driveway. She said she wanted a car. She bought it. Didn't know how to drive. Didn't use it. And it just went to waste. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We just, just didn't appreciate, I guess, cars back then, you know? Like, no one really cared much, I think. Yeah. Now it's, like, a whole different deal. Now everyone, like, wants, even myself included, I'm, like, daydreaming all the time. Like, what car do I want to buy one day? And there's just so many to choose from, and they're all so nice. But I feel also like cars sometimes have been have turned into like a way to like show status, like quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like 
they like to like yeah. buy yeah. really good cars to like make it seem like they're you know posh or something yep posh. yeah well taking it back just a little bit what 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 do you think about the state starting to open up like like our great state of texas yes. you know god damn texas <laughs> we can go to a bar today if you want to like it's, it's already open <laughs> the malls are open the malls are yeah, open we're fighting over clothes oh my yeah, god yeah man texas is up and running get ross <laughs> getting into a fist fight you know wait that really happened I, I my mom it was my mom today, she she asked me she's like hey you want to go to ross and i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> she wants to go pick a fight dude <laughs> I asked her, I'm like, you've been taking care of yourself for three yeah. months, you know, being super strict. And then you literally just asked me, hey, want to go to Ross real quick? Like, what? That's funny. Dude, women love Ross, man. I was really surprised that that fight happened at Ross because what, what is it? It was a, just like a, like a pretty much like a bar fight at, happening outside of Ross. Yeah. And when you see the video, it, it happened in McAllen. There's... A, like a line literally wrapping around the building and that was like yep. people shop that much at ross like, like you're so desperate to go that you like can make a huge like you know line but i mean i just think there's better stores than ross like tj maxx i think is a little better i think it's we're not getting well, sponsored by tj maxx oh, yeah. we're just saying <laughs> well i wouldn't be surprised if most of those people would cross the bridge from mexico to go to oh ross. yeah maybe because mccallan is a border yeah town. that is true so is it? Yeah. So I have a question for you all. Like, so why why do you all think people are so willing to jump the gun now and oh everything's back open? Let me go out and about now. Like, do do you think people just aren't taking the coronavirus seriously, or do you actually think people think that they're okay? You think that they're they're not prone to getting the virus? They're desperate. I think they're just, yeah, they're just plain stupid and desperate. They just got cabin fever. That's it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I've been hearing a lot, or I guess seeing a lot, like through Facebook and even some news stories where people just say, hey, the, the virus is a myth. It was even said by all those uh, spring breakers before, where they were like, oh, this virus isn't real. This, uh, you know, it's not as bad as they make it seem. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like, this, the psych, the psychological mm. aspect of people not wanting to believe that this thing mm -hmm. is, is as bad as they're making it seem or that it actually is and people just being plain dumb <laughs> I don't I, I don't I blame yeah. the young gen well I think it's just that yeah. people are so desperate to like go out already and socialize yeah. even if it's not really talking to people but seeing more people because um like my roommate, he like the moment Texas opened restaurants that first day, he wanted to go out and eat, and I was like, I'm 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 not really interested in going. So he went on a date to go eat, um, and I was like, I mean, I guess like you do you, but I think it's just people are tired of being like you know stuck at home doing nothing, I guess, and like it's just the same routine and same routine, and it kind of like it gets gets it gets to your head for sure, so like yeah like i could understand that a little bit but it's also sort of like you know people want like these numbers like you know they say like, oh these numbers are not that high and like yeah we're trying to take some precautions but like let's say if we like didn't do anything at all those numbers could be really high and then maybe would it would you listen like do you really want to see like a lot of deaths to 
to to to understand how yeah, the potential I, of the virus? I feel like it's going to get to that point because uh, by the looks of it, I, I think I saw the news yesterday and they were saying, you know, Texas is back up and running. And within that day, they saw like a hundred fold spike in how many people got infected with the coronavirus. And I just thought, man, this is this is terrible. But I guess this is what the world needs right now to see, you know, like to see, hey, this this stuff is real. Yeah. Yeah. Philip, you want I to saw add on to that? Yeah, I, I saw that what what James was saying. I think it also has a lot to do with kind of the the thinking of our fellow Americans where if they get told you can't do this, they immediately think, Well, why the hell not? I'm free, you know, my rights and that's just the kind of like the mantra you've been heard being repeated by everyone just I'm an American. I should be free to, you know, get this freaking virus if I so wish. So I think that's kind of the root of the problem where where people are are getting told not to do something and immediately they think their rights are being encroached or that they're being imprisoned. It's sort of um, childish because it's sort of like what a kid does because a kid is like, you can't do this. And immediately that kid wants to do it like don't press that red button. You want to press that red button. It's pretty childish to like have that kind of thinking. Yep. Speaking of child, you know what I just read right now? Uh, before we started doing this, Uncle Donnie, he said he wouldn't close the states up again if he were to, they were to get a second wave. So oh the second God. wave that's he already coming. Said, yeah, basically, <laughs> y'all are fucked. We're staying open. Oh, God. Hey, as long as we get a second stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll this do whatever is, Uncle Donnie says to so buy another that gun. stimulus check. Yeah, no, this is it's it's pretty. <laughs> not, I guess a little frightening, but not. It's just gets it's like serious. It, yeah, like are you serious, people? Like, do you not understand like, how viruses work and how they spread? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think they know. Yeah. Like, I'm in, I'm in awe. Like, I, I don't, I can't comprehend like what people are thinking or not like hey let's just go out and no, nothing's gonna happen no i mean it's i think it's okay you know go outside go to the park or something but don't have a big ass party you know yeah yeah because i mean that that just really i guess may, many of these people haven't been as sick in their lives i know me for one i can remember a very very clearly I can remember very clearly a time where I was so sick I couldn't even get out of bed and it, it's not something that I want to repeat so if, if uh, this coronavirus is as bad and it hits you as strong as people say it does I have no interest in getting it um, and that's kind of uh, I guess I want to talk to you guys or ask you is is there a, a story that you guys have where you have gotten so sick that you can't even get out of bed or or you can't move because I know that that was it for me and um, that that memory is shared with James and another one of our friends uh, Claude where they came over to my house and I just started feeling super sick all of a sudden and they instead of helping me of course they started just kind of um, messing with pushing you. me around because I was so weak <laughs> and then we all watched the movie and I passed out and they left me there but uh, yeah oh I hope they left me alone you know I, mean, I don't, I don't know. know. The way James was back in the day, you never know what happened. Yeah, I don't even know. What you probably got. Yeah, I just woke up sore. Right? That's all I remember. But I think that was because of the sickness. Couldn't walk straight. I, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it was because of the sickness. <laughs> right. 
Now you guys are making me wonder. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I remember this one time. Um, this was during middle school. It was the week before Solar Ensemble. So we would, you know, we would get a CD recording and play along with it. And then Saturday we would play in front of the judge or something like that. I remember I was practicing in my sister's house. And um, during that week, I felt sick. I was already sick. Like, I felt like I had a fever. And I'm like, nah, it'll pass away. So I was practicing. And then uh, we went home back to back to my house with my parents. I started getting cramps all over my body, like everywhere. Like all of my muscles were tensing up. Was that your first period up, or what? Yeah. <laughs> when I was 13. <laughs> when I started, like all my muscles from my legs and my arms and my chest, they were just cramping up like bad. Like I couldn't move. So my parents took me to the, to the hospital. It turns out I had the H1N1. <laughs> oh, oh my God. shoot. I remember that. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I skipped my, my solo ensemble that day. Damn. DNA. Wow. I remember we all had to get that. Do you guys remember getting that nose spray at school um, because of the H1N1 scare? I remember very clearly that they opened up the, the middle school for all the students and their parents and relatives to go in and get like inoculated against it and it was just that i think that was the first time that i was ever like oh my god there's something out there that we can't see that can kill us but now like we're in a situation where there is no vaccine so i guess comparing the h1n1 crisis to what we have now that was manageable because it was known and there was actually a way to prevent it and cure it. And in this case, there's not. We're getting there, I guess. If that makes us feel a little better. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of uh, companies that are, uh, you know, creating, you know, tests and running their own little um, exams. Clinical or trials. Yeah, their clinical trials. There yeah. you go. Because, um, uh, you know, uh, like, you just see a lot of news about uh, you know certain companies doing that and whatnot, um, but like at least for me, um, and, and technically also Eric, um, I, I don't think at least from the top of my head I don't think I've ever actually had like a flu, luckily. But I did yeah, grow same. up with with asthma, and knowing when I was little, whenever you would get an attack or you got sick, and you just couldn't um, breathe. Like just that feeling is I don't wish anyone to get that because I know I know what it is to be able to like or try to take a deep breath no matter how slow because I remember when I was little I would be like you know what what if I just take a really slow slow breath and like maybe I'll fill up my lungs or I'll feel like I'm taking a real breath but it wouldn't work and I would get just angry and I would just like struggle like <gasps> you know but I could it wouldn't work I would just be like a wheezing but you know obviously that would never work but that was my mentality back then when i was a child i don't know if eric had anything like that um um i mean yeah i mean i would not get angry what i would do is like <laughs> kind of like a balloon i would just like hold my breath and then try to like take in smaller breaths and like just still hold it in like <laughs> And try to that like just makes no sense. Well, <laughs> in my mind, I was trying to expand my, my oh. lungs, even as a little kid. <laughs> that is an educated man. Yeah, right check there. me oh, out, dude. I, I guess. <laughs> I think I think my my process of thinking also worked. You know, taking a slow, deep breath. Yeah, that was yeah. 
Very rational thoughts. Yeah, just different, different ways to approach it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had asthma, but I do remember there was this one time where I had a brilliant idea of going out for a run, and it was it was cold. <laughs> it was like 60 degrees or less outside. And I was like, okay, I got, I got my tights, you know, I got my long sleeve. I forgot to get a bandana or something for my mouth. So I was just breathing in cold air and when I run, I'm not really good at running. So I don't breathe in through my nose, I breathe in through my mouth. So I remember when I came back from my run, I was trying to breathe. And then I would breathe like like John was saying, and it felt, it was just a wheeze. And I'm like, oh my God, am I getting, <laughs> am I getting pneumonia or something? Do I <laughs> have I to dying? go to the hospital? <laughs> so <laughs> am dramatic. I, am I dying right now? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. It just felt terrible. I remember that. Did you start seeing very, like a light at well. the end of the tunnel? I think I passed out in the shower. I don't know. You know, you know, it's kind of funny that you say that, like, oh, it was really cold. But, like, to people in the north, like Eric, that 60 degrees is, like, beautiful weather. That's not cold at all. It's it's short weather. Yeah, beautiful. one time but I was for us zero in zero degrees Texas. for, like, two weeks. And then, like, it turned 30, which is still, like, you know, freezing temperature. But I was able to get out with a short sleeve. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could just, I could just picture oh, wow. that. I remember one time doing some breathing exercises or just doing like a plain old warm up when we had like brass sectionals back in the day in high school. And I think I just remember one time uh, doing, you know, like my our, our warm up together. And then next thing I know it, I blink. And then when I open my eyes again, like I'm on the floor and then like someone caught my trombone <laughs> or something. This happened during one of the sectionals. I'm not. I don't, Wait, I think, really? Yeah, I think I I, when I was that. a freshman. Maybe it was like freshman brass or something. I don't know. I just oh remember. My God. I just remember D being there. It's when D Damn. and I had some beef because I stole his girlfriend or something. Wait, oh what? God. Didn't y'all just? Did you you stole, also like, stole his girlfriend? Like, no, they went like through like five cycles too? of like having the same girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. 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 Was this that one girl that was at um? Dude, which one? <laughs> that one too. Yeah. That one too. Oh my Wait, god! That's what I'm saying. They had like five cycles. Yeah, it was like you guys yep. are the. Oh yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she. she Wait, you she dated like five trombone players. Apparently, I remember. At the same time. Eight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> one after the other. Apparently. Yeah. Oh god. So you still hit? You still D's girlfriend too? Then. Right? Yeah. You guys are the worst. That's a story for another time. Another yeah, yeah. yeah right. Maybe maybe we'll have D over because for a special guest appearance, so he can so he can say it himself. <laughs> Yeah, that's his even if, That's even if he agrees to be in here, it'll bring up painful memories of his past. Nah, I'm yeah, sure I could fine. even talk more about it. That that was like a very interesting like couple months because it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, I remember when when I heard about like all that, I was just like, "This is really weird." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. Well, uh, I thank you guys for sharing your thoughts and your stories with our audience uh, i hope you all had a really good time uh hearing our takes and our perspectives about this covid situation um i hope that you all are staying safe and that you follow the proper guidelines from the cdc and our government because we would hate to see another spike so from us to you Please be safe and remember that distance can never come between two true friends. Bye, everyone.
Damn. Peace. See you all next time. Bye.